Hey, this is Russ Rafino, and you're listening to the first episode of season two of the Clients on Demand podcast. Clients on Demand teaches coaches, consultants, thought leaders, and professional service providers how to attract the right clients at the right price anytime they want. This podcast is about answering one question. How can you build a sustainable seven or eight figure business that changes the world and gets results for your clients without sacrificing your freedom? If you want to know the answer, you're in the right place. All of this information is 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. These shows are recorded live, so if you hear us responding to questions and comments in real time, that's why. Now, on with the show. Clients on Demand family, it is Russ Rafino here with Clients on Demand, and I am here with the amazing, the incomparable, the brilliant Jane Jewell, who is our head mindset coach and managing director and like 50 million other things at Clients on Demand. She basically like runs, she's basically the queen of COD. She kind of just like runs the whole show. So anyway, we got Jane here and we decided to come on and talk to you guys a little bit about how you can take great care of your family during the coronavirus kind of crisis. Because all of us are, for the most part, cooped up at home. Many of us are cooped up at home for the first time with our kids all day long, or maybe for the first time in a long time. And, and, and many of us are cooped up with your husband, your wife, you know, your whole family is right there under one roof. And, and it can create a lot of stress. It can create a lot of pressure for people. So we thought we would come on today and just talk about how can you kind of navigate this? Because for most, it's a situation that's totally unprecedented. It's crazy times. Normally, you know, we have summer vacations, but we also get uh, summer camps <laughs> where we get a little bit of break. We can go to the playground. We can go out and get some sunshine. So we're definitely in different times and uncharted territory. Yeah, absolutely. So guys, look, as you're listening to us, if you're with us live, just go ahead and drop a comment. If there's anything you want to chime in on, any questions that you have, any way that we can support you, just go ahead and uh, go ahead and do that. Before we get into the family stuff real quick, I just want to address business stuff very quickly because most of you guys who are listening to this, if you're in our audience and you're in our community, you're either running an online business now or you're thinking about running an online business. And if that's you, what I want to tell you guys is do not contract. Do not contract. This is a challenge and it's a fantastic opportunity for you as a business owner to learn how to deal with challenges properly. And like, look, yes, this challenge is unprecedented. Yes, this is different than anything that we've, we've really faced in our lifetimes. But I'm going to tell you, if you're running a business or you're a coach or a consultant, whatever you're doing, solving problems is the name of the game. And it's just a question of what those problems are going to be, whether there's a change in the marketplace or a change in Facebook or a killer virus or a zombie attack or whatever the hell is going on. Running a business and being successful is just about solving the next problem and the next problem and the next problem. So the way that you deal with problems and challenges in your business is to expand into those problems. Do not contract. I see a lot of people talking right now about, hey, if you've got something for sale, stop selling it. Or if you're running ads, stop running them. Nobody's buying anything right now. Everything is gloom and doom. Everybody's struggling. Everybody's freaking out. So I just want to share something with you guys. This is a... This is Clients on Demand Momentum. So this is one of our client groups. And just like, look at what's being posted in there real quick. So Andrew, boom, two pay in fulls today. And guys, look, this is a high ticket offer. So even in the middle of this, and this is from like 20 minutes ago, okay? So even in all this drama and all this crisis, Andrew picked up two pay in fulls today. Um, let's see what else we got. Uh, Christina, just enrolled the perfect client. Uh, I'll keep going. Uh, let's see, this is uh, Arden. This is 15 hours ago. 
pay in full today. That's three for March. One more to go to reach my 20K a month goal. So guys, people are just like enrolling left and right, even in the middle of this, even in the midst of this of this whole thing. So I just want to challenge you and I want to, I want to invite all of you guys to continue to run your business. You've got an audience that's depending on you. Maybe you have a team that's depending on you. And the last thing you want to do in this challenge or any other challenge is to contract. So in every challenge, what I've found is there's a massive opportunity that's hidden there, right? Every problem you're dealing with, any challenge you're experiencing, it's just a massive potential improvement that's screaming for attention. So this is a time when people need leadership now more than ever. Your, your audience is scared. Your audience is dealing with things and they need you to expand into this challenge and to reach them and show up more powerfully, more bravely, and more courageously than you ever have before. And so there's no reason for you guys to be turning off your ads, turning off your funnels, shutting down your offers or any of that stuff because it's just not necessary right now. In fact, it's counterproductive because people need you now more than ever. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know, one of the things I was thinking about when you were talking is you know, my whole day, I actually feel really, really great while I'm at work. So yesterday was a big day serving our clients and checking in with our team and making sure, you know, just checking with our team to see how everybody was feeling and supporting them as well. And I think I worked till, I don't know, I think I left my, my desk around eight o'clock at night. But honestly, I felt good all day long because my attention was off myself and it was in service to someone else. Mm -hmm. It was in service. And the moments that I notice a wobble is when I'm not in service to someone else, mm -hmm. right? Like I'll, I'll listen to something and I'll feel good all day long or, you know, I'll start looking at texts or news or things coming at me. And then all of a sudden I see something and there's like... <gasps> And then it's like, how does this affect me? What should I be worried about? What, you know, and that's where that contraction comes in. But there's no room at all for contraction when my attention is how to help and contribute and serve someone else. So if you're looking for a quick way to notice and not be in contraction is asking, how can I contribute? How can I serve? How can I help, like, help others feel better? And then automatically you start to expand, which is really, really cool for you and for the other person that you're making a contribution to. Well, I think this is why they talk about how, you know, love is the opposite of fear and fear mm. is the opposite of love. And I think human emotions are a little bit more complicated than that. Don't get me wrong. But the truth is you're absolutely right. If I'm freaking out and I'm terrified about, about, about myself or my business or anything, and I just take my attention off myself and put it on the people that I'm here to serve, I'm automatically going to feel better. And all of these inner resources are automatically going to unlock for me. So yeah, yesterday, you know, we've been, we've been just really trying to show up for you guys way. And then internally on our team at Clients on Demand, we've just really been trying to engage and to give people an infusion of courage and, and faith because the God's honest truth is that everything is going to be okay. Everything is going to be fine. It's going to work out okay. And I'm not minimizing the challenge or minimizing the problem. The problem is here, but we're here too. You know, the problem is here, but your guts and your ingenuity and your love and your heart, those things are here too. And the more you can bring those things to this situation, the better you're going to show up and the better outcome you're going to get across the board, not just for yourself, but for your clients too. Yeah. So yeah. show up for your clients in as big a way as possible. And you're just not going to have time or energy to, to get lost in, in fear or doubt or depression or anything else. Right. As soon as you start going, what's not working for me? What am I not getting? What is someone not giving me? It, all of that, that's, that's where you're going to contract right mm -hmm. away. Yeah. And guys, what we're finding too is that our clients who 
you know, because one of the things we work with at COD, and a lot of people don't know this, you know, people, people know we talk about webinars, we talk about Facebook ads, we talk about how to attract clients in your business. That's the primary purpose of what we do. But we also do a hell of a lot of work on our clients' mindsets mm. and how they show up. And the reason we do that is because there's always going to be something. There's always going to be some kind of problem. There's always going to be some kind of catastrophe. So we always give our clients the mental muscle that they need so that when unexpected things happen, you've got the juice, you've got the power to get yourself through it. And, uh, and, and what we found is that, you know, our clients that have done that work, that have really taken the time to build their mindset, cultivate their power, um, they're responding to this challenge and every challenge much, much better than they were before. Whereas if you're not doing that work and you're kind of neglecting your mindset, you're, you're, you're not going to perform well in this challenge, but you're not going to perform well in any other challenge either. So now is the time to really double down and get the support you need to get your mind strong, not just the strategies in your business, although that's super important, but also to get the support that you need to show up powerfully, no matter what's going on around you. Yeah. Exercise those muscles. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So that's, that takes care of the business stuff. Do not contract. All right. Now let's talk about how <laughs> you can show up for your family inside of all this stuff, right? The second thing we want you guys to do is to take time to fill up your mind with what feels good. Fill up your mind with what empowers you. So talk to us about that, JJ. Well, yeah. I mean, we all know, I don't know, what are the millions of images that are coming to you on a daily, weekly, monthly level in, in any given time that there's just things coming at you over and over again. But now probably more, t more than we can remember in a really long time, that is coming at you so, so fast of all these reasons or things to trigger you, whether it's like you don't like the politics of it, you don't like, you, you know, that it's scary or a family member gets sick or you're afraid a family member is going to get sick or um, you have your kids at home or the kids are fighting and you're trying to get something done or you ran out of toilet paper, right? Like there are so many reasons to hook you and take you off on a, you know, a train to negative town mm -hmm. that it's important that you are so intentional about choosing what you put right in front of you. Mm -hmm. Don't do that by default. Don't just let something come in front of you and take and steal your attention, your energy, your focus. Instead, make sure they're, and, so, and that's going to happen a little bit because you might be making dinner and the news is on and, you know, like that might happen a little bit, but you can be intentional of, of a couple times a day deciding how you're going to fill yourself up. So I would suggest you look at what are the resources that you currently have? What are the things that are part of your life that have helped you in the past that are your go-to things to make you feel good? Like a ongoing pattern erupt. Like whenever I have that, it makes me feel good. So it could be a meditation. It could be, hey, I play with my dogs. I always feel good. When I go for a walk, I always feel good. Mm -hmm. Or, um, you know. I'm a huge fan of bubble baths. It always makes me feel good. Or, you know, I like Audible because I listen to, you know, there's certain books that I know or I like reading books. Uh, friends that I talk to that I know, you know, tend to stay at a really high level. Make a list. Write down what are the resources I have available to me that have worked in the past to keep me dialed in and flood yourself with that intentionally. Mm -hmm. Don't just wait for it to come your way. Intentionally flood that. 
Yeah, guys, because like I've been on, you know, if you if you just even pop into like Twitter for like five seconds, the Twitter feed <laughs> is just a nightmare right now. It's either like people hating on each other, people hating on this politician or that politician, people catastrophizing and talking about how awful this is going to be. It's, a, it's just a nightmare. It is a nightmare. And it's the same thing with the news and uh, in most places on social media. So if you're going to check in just to see what's going on, like just check in. Mm. Be like, look, I'm gonna take five minutes. I'm gonna check the headlines, blah 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 blah, just so I top of this thing, and then I'm out. I, I am I'm out. out. Yeah, I'm out. The worst thing you guys can do for yourselves right now is just to stay glued to the news and just go hitting like refresh, 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 because you guys have to understand that you know the way the media works is their financial incentive is not to tell the truth; it's to get clicks. So mm. every media outlet in the country and in the world, it's all advertising driven, right? So what that means is the more people who click through to their website, the more ads they show and the more money they make. So they have a huge financial incentive, these headlines in front of you that regardless of whether they're true or true or false, they're going to get clicked. And so, and so the, 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 the incentive to actually like do the research and do the work and tell the truth is like, it's like not even there financially. It's like, so some of them do and, and some of them don't. So it's like, just keep that in mind that, that, that the, the media is, it has a huge incentive to sensationalize things and to, to make things seem worse than they are. And, and it, there's nothing wrong with you for you to pull back from that and disconnect from that a little bit and instead dive into some stuff that you know is going to make you feel good. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, absolutely. And it's crazy because it's everywhere now. I mean, the last time I remember this much negativity to this degree, I think was 9-11. And, you know, I remember exactly where I was when that happened. And yeah. you people were you were glued to your television at that mm -hmm. time, because even phones, it was just a whole different, it was a whole different thing, right? Yeah. And you were glued for like, you know, sometimes weeks, but certainly for those first couple of days, you don't want to get up and move because you don't want to miss everything. But now it's so different because this is a constant, right? Mm -hmm. Where it, it, wherever you plug in, whatever you see, it's like the news is right there over and over and over again. So that's why, again, you have to be intentional. Make sure you're looking at your friends or doing feel good posts, or like I said, make the best thing you can do is create the list of your resources of the things that make you feel good. And I invite you to put down at least 20 things on a piece of paper that you know you do these things, you're getting a little bit of a break and it feels good um, from the action that you're taking. And then, like I said, feed, feed your mind with really, really good stuff with the authors you like, the teachers that you like. Um, the music that you like, that'll definitely do a, a good state change for you. Yeah. Who's your favorite, JJ? Oh. Let me just put you on the spot. Yeah. You know, I'm, I've been super into Joe Dispenza lately. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Like I, and uh, yeah, I love Joe. I'm going to call him my buddy, even though I've never met him. <laughs> <laughs> nice. but I'm, you know, and I, some of the go-to things for me is meditation. So I know mm -hmm. when I do my meditation, it just feels so good. And I think maybe because of time that I've been doing that now, I feel like I can drop into it really, really quickly. Mm -hmm. And it's that repetition again. And yeah. it's really interesting to me. One of the first, I guess you're not supposed to think when you're meditating, but I think you do, but whatever, right. uh, is that that moment where I'm starting to drop into it, I literally have this thought and then it just drifts away of, 
oh, everything is right in the world and my brain is completely healing. And I don't know if that's the, I'm in front of devices so much, like working online and computers and what, but I literally feel like a minute or two into that meditation where this whole filter, I don't know if technology or whatever, something happens and I just feel everything just evaporate and Mm -hmm. it just feels so good that that's really my go-to is that meditation. And then I'm a big fan of taking that meditation right from there and then going into my journal and writing what I'm grateful for and what I want to create. And uh, that's really, those are my go-to. Yeah. And then you know what? I've I've been known to rewatch Downton Abbey. That makes me happy. Or <laughs> There's some really good stuff you can binge watch. And for those of you that are clients on a man client watching this, go back in the training and watch watch some of the training again because that's really going to lift you up. It's a great time to dial in some of those skills, guys. For sure. Um, yeah. Uh, let me skip ahead because my wife just walked in here. And oh one of- yay! I wanted what? Sarah to come on over. No, no, no. Come come in. Sarah, just While you're waiting in. for this, look, I have a product placement. <laughs> it's clients on a in mug. Mm-hmm. Here, let me know, uh, open this up here. Yeah. Hey, here. Sarah. This is my wife, Sarah. And this is, this is our third son, Roman. Hi, Roman. So yes. one of the things we were going to get to, I mean, we're only on number two. We got a couple things we want to cover with you guys. But the fifth thing we were going to cover is just to make sure that uh, you're making time for your wife or your husband. It's super important, guys, because if most of you guys are cooped up with the kids, right? You're cooped up with your kids, number one. And and that presents its own set of challenges. And we're going to talk about that. How do you keep them positive? How do you keep them dialed in? You know, if they can't go play with their friends, how do you handle that? Um, and then you've got the logistical challenges of just being stuck in, in your house. Like, do you go get groceries? Do you not get groceries? Where are you going to get food? Or is it to go out? I mean, all that stuff, right? And so it's very, very easy for your relationship with your wife or your relationship with your husband to get put on the back burner. And what I've found is that the more you can make that relationship the top priority, the more everything else in your house is going to just kind of come together in a beautiful way. Because when mom and dad are super excited to be together and you guys are taking time to be romantic, it has a beneficial effect on the kids. It has a beneficial effect on everybody. So baby, you want to talk a little bit about like what? Um, yeah, I, I agree. And I think you guys have a team and it kind of, your relationship really needs to go first because if you're not happy with your relationship, your kids are going to feel that. Um, every night we just team up, like he's reading books to the kids. I'm massaging his feet. At the end of the day, I get my foot massage. If I call for him, he comes running. If he's not on a call, like I needed help with jujitsu class. Cause it just wasn't going very well. Our son is doing, no, don't let Roman, Roman's about to crawl into my fireplace. <laughs> this is exactly what yeah. it's like working from home. And Sarah's like, the baby's gone. She's got to take off out of care when you got to be flexible. Exactly. Now. And I think I, I take, I take refuge in Russ at the end of the night, like I can't wait to hug him and like squeeze him super tight and just like tell him like I had a good time, I had a bad time, and like just cuddle on the couch and and like kind of let things go in each other's arms. I think it's super important important to be touching a lot and to be try to be intimate, like try to connect. You need those endorphins. You need to feel love and you need mm-hmm. to feel like the physical attraction. Um, I think keeps the fire you have to keep the fire alive yeah you got to keep you got to keep that you got to keep that fire burning and like look it's a thank you baby love you um and uh there's there's like so much extra time to connect with your kids to connect with your family like you know when people come to whatever the end of their life you know you don't you don't nobody looks back and said oh man i wish i'd worked more 
you know, God, I wish I would have put in some more overtime at work. No, you, you think about the time you're going to spend with your family, the time you're going to spend with your kids and connecting with them. And the gift of this situation is like screwed up as it is, is it's like we get to have like a little mini kind of spring break with our families where we really get to spend time at home and connect. And as difficult as, it, as that is, and I know that it's challenging and freaky and weird and, and unprecedented, but man, what an incredible opportunity to spend time with our children and reconnect with our, with our wives and our husbands. So just wanted to go ahead and, and like emphasize that to you guys because it is absolutely super important. Yeah, absolutely. That was perfect cool. timing for Sarah to jump in. <laughs> cool, just jump on. Yeah. Um, all right, so all right, let's let's jump back a little bit now. JJ, one of the things that you said that you're a big believer in is choosing an ideal emotional state, right? Mm. Which is basically choosing how are you committed to showing up regardless of what's going on. So talk to us about how you cultivate that in yourself and how you nurture that so that you actually do show up that way. Because it's really easy to say, no, man, I'm going to be super positive today. I'm going to be super, yeah, no, I'm going to be super pumped today. Oh, God. Oh, God. Am I pumped? Am I excited enough? Oh, man. You know, and it's and like you can set that. A little bit of that works. <laughs> you can set that intention. But sometimes it's really hard to like live into that. So, yeah. so, so what's your process for doing that? Well, it's, it really goes hand in hand with the stuff we were talking to right before. But typically, we live our life so much by default, right? There's this thing that happens. And that thing that happens makes us feel a certain way. And then based on how we feel, we take a particular action, right? Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a button gets pushed, you know, just like when you turn on your computer, you turn on your computer, it automatically connects to the internet, your email starts downloading, all your favorite apps start to run. Well, we kind of live life like that too. Mm -hmm. So the habitual emotional states, the emotional states that we live in most often are always just running in the background. And what we've found that typically on any given day, any given week, we're only really living inside of less than 10 emotional states, mm -hmm. like all of the time, which is crazy. So when you we're talking about choosing your ideal emotional state, again, that has to have some intentionality behind it of looking at, you know, whenever I go to do something, there are a couple of key questions I ask. The first is, what is my outcome? Like always, what is my outcome? When I walk out of this office door and I'm going into the chaos of homework time and kids and lunch and or dinner or what have you, what is my outcome? And then the next thing I always ask is what state do I need to be in to achieve that outcome? Because if you're taking what just happened 10 minutes ago or a second ago or uh, your workday right into what's next, you're just living by default. So it's kind of like what Sarah was just saying. It's time. It's family time. What emotional state do you want to be in at this given time? So the idea of just being intentional and choosing that emotional state gives you access to something that you don't have access to when you're just living by a trigger or you're living by default. Mm -hmm. So once you choose that emotional state, how your emotional state then is shifted is by shifting your focus. You know, everything that we're talking about today is so intertwined. What are you focusing on in that moment? How are you using your body in that a moment? What language are you using to describe your experience in that moment? So if you're intentional about that emotional state and then you have 
built in emotional breaks where you intentionally put yourself in that state and you're feeding yourself good, good stuff all mm -hmm. throughout. It's not a guarantee. You're not going to live in, you know, a transformed emotional state all of the time. I don't know. Dalai Lama might even get angry every once in a while. But <laughs> you're really setting yourself up to win just by changing your intentionality around it and then giving yourself some resources to shift your state. Well, the more you do that and the more you you make a habit and a practice out of that, and this is something we really, really emphasize with our clients, the more you 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 make part of your daily routine, what begins to happen is that you don't just feel good in the moment, like mm. for, feel good for five minutes and then you're done and then you feel lousy again. No, it, it begins to gradually change your emotional home. Yes. Where like if most of the time, like most of the world, you're walking around in fear and doubt and shame and anger and all these other negative emotions, and then you're only taking like occasional day trips to like feeling really good or peak experiences where you, you know, you feel you're only feeling happy a small percentage of the time. What happens is that whole dynamic begins to shift where when you mindset work for long enough, now you're living most of the time in courage and faith and gratitude and joy and love. And sure, you might take an occasional day trip down to like negative town or whatever, but you pull yourself right back out of it. And, and that really has been the most beneficial part of entrepreneurship for me and growing this company for me is that I've, if with every step forward clients on demand is taken, it's required me and Chain and Mark mm -hmm. and everyone else on the team to just completely elevate our emotional state. And yeah. so something we really try to facilitate for our clients as well, where it's not just about giving people the strategy, it's about it's about helping you become a more powerful version of yourself along the way, if that makes sense. Honestly, this is the best thing that we do. Like, yes, really yes, you create some really awesome funnels and you help people get leads like that's pretty cool too <laughs> you know creating doing what you love and having a business doing it but other than that or it or maybe it's just the same i feel like the work that we do around performance and your emotions and your mindset it's like your business is the vehicle to mm -hmm. really become more of who you were always meant to be. Yep. And that's what's been available, you know, in, in anything that you do, whether it's your business, you use it, people, you know, for that in an empowering way or your relationship or your health. But whenever you take something on and you choose like this one thing, like this one thing is going to be my mirror. This one thing is going to be where I'm always checking in and creating that muscle and creating those emotional homes. And like, we just got this dialed in. This is like the, this is the thing that we just get so much. And, you know, I guess I'm tuning our own horns here, but I think that what people are constantly surprised by is their own personal transformation from working inside of a business program. And, mm -hmm. you know, I think that, you know, we have all kinds of people here joining us today. Some of you have been clients and some of you are going to be soon, <laughs> but, uh, or wherever you're at, it's just that like adding that dynamic is that every single thing that you do, 80% of it or more all comes down to your psychology, your mindset, mm -hmm. your emotional state, however you want it, whatever language you want to use to describe that mm -hmm. is all going to come down to 80% of that being your emotional state. And only about 20% of that is really strategy and mechanics. Now the strategy and mechanics are super important, but if you can dial in and be intentional on choosing where you primarily live in terms of your, your mindset and your emotions, 
my goodness, you are really onto something. Yeah. So, you know, if you can do that during this time, right here, right now, when your house is full and toilet paper's running low and, you know, the corona is, you know, the corona <laughs> is all over, like, goodness, if you can do that now, you can certainly do it because, you know, your Facebook ads need help converting. Exactly. Exactly. Um, all right. And then another thing that we'd like to invite you guys to do is to just do your best to make it fun. Like mm. I said, it's like, this is like a, it's like a, it's like a vacation. If you want to look at it that way, it's like an adventure. I mean, you guys get to spend all day with your kids. That's something that usually doesn't happen. If your kids are in school, maybe that happens at like spring break or happens at like winter break or during the summer, but basically that's it. You know, and even during the summer, it's like they're playing sports, they're doing things, but like right now they're here, they're home. So this it's is such so true. Yeah, it really is. It's like, I mean, you know, build forts, make pancakes, like, you know, whatever, like, you know, like, like, like get in catch up fights. And it's like, just make it fun yeah. because it's such an incredible time to connect with your kids and, and to connect with your family. I mean, it really is as difficult as things are right now. It is such a huge opportunity. It's an opportunity that might never happen again, not just to connect with your, you know, with your audience from a business perspective, like we talked about, but to connect with your kids, to connect with your husband, connect with your wife, the whole nine yards. This is the time to really double down on your, your, the, 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 the people who matter most to you and, and, and really be a fun time, even with all this other stuff going on. Yeah. You know, we're in different stages in our life for us. Like you have the littles and now I have, yeah. you know, a 12 year old, like somebody in middle school and I have a freshman, I have a high schooler, right? right. So it's different stages, you know, where my kids are and where your kids are. But my kids are super busy, like on a day-to-day -day basis. They're athletes. Jayla's a dancer. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they go to school. They have full social schedules. So I typically have to go on vacation to see my children <laughs> for any big space of time. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, it's great. We're always here. We have dinners and all that kind of stuff. But it is. I love what you're saying that this is an opportunity to just refocus your attention and go, wow, this is really cool. I have my kids right now as, you know, social butterflies, like home and wanting to hang out with me. That's kind of cool. And, um, you know, so I, I love looking at it from that perspective. And then the other part of making it fun is being flexible, mm -hmm. right? Just have that flexibility because your ability to be flexible in the face of this challenge, flexibility can create the fun. Mm -hmm. So, you know, things aren't going to necessarily go your way. You're going to get interrupted. Your kids are going to come in while you're doing a Facebook live. Like I'm just waiting. It's, it could happen at any moment, right? You know, where they want something or if you have little six-year-olds, like, you know, they want you to get their juice. Like, it doesn't matter. I'm sorry. They'll even walk right past dad. Mom, can I have some juice? Right? It's going to happen. <laughs> but your ability to not have that bother you, your ability to be flexible and gracious and centered in the face of interruption, in the face of things not going your way, it's just going to happen. And like this morning, I was just telling Russ this story earlier. My, my kids are actually doing online school. So it's been mm -hmm. pretty cool. They started on Monday. They have a full, full day of school online where they log in, they're doing their classes, which is super amazing. But um, this morning, you know, my 15 year old, of course, he didn't want to get up. He doesn't think he needs time to shower or eat breakfast because he's going to have a, you know, a break, you, you know, so he just kept hitting snooze, snooze, snooze on his arm. So I go up there and it could have been an opportunity for me to be like, Aiden, 
get up. It's time to go to school. If you don't get up, you're going to be grounded, right? Like I could have totally taken that path because he wasn't listening. And I had kind of decided, pre-deciding like what kind of mornings do we want, we want to have? What do we want this interaction to be like? So instead, adding fun and playfulness. You know, I went over to his Alexa, plugged it in because he's not allowed to have that stuff plugged in all the time, plugged it in. And I said, hey, Alexa, and had it play a song. And I literally started jumping up to Avicii's, I don't know if I'm saying that, wake me up. And I was singing and dancing and walking around and just like dancing. And he's like, mom, you know, and he just like, <laughs> it was so fun. And he was starting to laugh and I'd walk it up and I'm like, you know, hitting him across the face and like dancing and singing. And he just my fun and playfulness was just so contagious that he had to mm -hmm. laugh at me because what else was he going to do? And then I started threatening. I said, if you don't get up and dance with me when you're on school, I'm going to get my pajamas in the background on Zoom and just dance for you. So he got up and then my daughter came in and we had like a 10 minute dance party and then, you know, and then came school. So that's adding in this dynamic of fun and playfulness that you have to be flexible. Mm -hmm. You have to be willing to do pattern interrupts and do things differently right now because there's just too many ways it can go sideways when you're all under one roof for this amount of mm -hmm. time. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that you're taking this opportunity to just really like torture your kids. Oh, it's That's great. That's part of this whole thing, guys. It's like you got them captive. They can't go anywhere. Oh, man. It's the greatest. Yeah. It's pretty Absolutely. awesome. Oh, the best. Yeah. All right. So we talked about this one, make time for your wife or husband. And so the last tip we want to give you guys is to get every engaged in contributing. Mm. If you are putting all the weight on your shoulders of like taking care of the house and holding the emotional space for everybody and all these other things, it's like, you know, you, you cannot do this on your own. So you've got to get everybody in the, in the, in the, in the game here. You have to, you have to engage your entire family. Everyone mm -hmm. has to get on board that it's, it's kind of all hands on deck right now. You know? And it should right be now. like that all the time, but it's not always. And I, I'm, I'm the first one to say, you know, my kids don't do the dishes enough because they come home from school and then go off to dance and then, you know, they're home at eight thirty nine 9 o'clock, but you know what? They're home. So now is the time of saying, you know, we're all going to make a contribution. We're mm -hmm. all going to make this work. It, you know, whether that means you sit down and you decide who's going to do dishes when, who's going to be in charge of lunch, who's going to do their own laundry, who's going to put the laundry away. You know, the kids are going to, after school today, vacuuming their rooms and cleaning their bathrooms. It, and, and life gets busy. And sometimes we're, you know, I'll say me, sometimes I'm not always good about having my kids do a lot of that kind of stuff. And that's mm -hmm. because I'm fortunate enough to have someone come to my house and help out with household things like cooking and cleaning right. here and there. But now we don't have that because we're quarantined. So, you know, so they are doing, instead of doing the dishes, you know, twice a week, now they need to, you know, somebody's got to do it, you know, every day, three times a day with all the different meals that we're doing at home. So engage your kids. And again, you can make that fun. Make mm -hmm. it fun. You know, we'll do games about um, it, around like the dishes or we'll do games around, um, you know, tonight we're going to do something probably with some kind of dancing and like doing a blitz of the living room. But get your kids engaged of doing that contribution and serving the entire family because it's the right thing to do. And you have a captive audience right now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's all kinds of ways to do that. And, and people that are experts in kind of getting your kids in, in engaged and all of that. I think I'm pretty good at that, too. Yeah. <laughs> 
but get everybody, get everybody contributing, getting everybody serving. And, uh, it, it creates a lot of, a lot of, a lot of fun and opportunities to connect in a way that you might not do that on a daily basis. Yeah, guys, look, the overall theme of everything that we're talking about here is just show up, you know, show up bigger, show up bigger for your kids, show up bigger for your husband, for your wife, show up bigger for your audience. And like I showed you guys at the beginning of the call, I mean, there's so many small businesses that are kind of out of commission right now, restaurants, all those things. But the people that are running an online coaching business are still able to thrive even in this situation. So their ads are still running. Their funnels are still working. They still have clients coming in. They're still enrolling people every single day. Mm. And so it's like, even in the face of this challenge, because they've laid the groundwork and they've built this business that runs online, it's like it's not like we're 100% immune to everything that's going on, but we're a lot immune, a lot more immune than, than most businesses out there. So guys, look, you know, I know most of the people watching this are probably our clients. And if you are, then I just want to invite you guys to go up big. Do those Facebook Lives. Engage with your audience. If you want to do a live webinar for your list, do it. Uh, if you want to start integrating some of this stuff into your messaging about, about how, is, how is coronavirus affecting your market, your audience, whether you're in fitness or nutrition or, or, or uh, you know, relationships or anything like that, how is, it, how, how is this particular challenge affecting your audience? And how can you help them win despite everything that's going on? And if you're not one of our clients, then I want to invite you to book a call with us. Go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. Because look, I know how tough it's been for most businesses over the last few weeks. And you know we're not out of this thing yet. But if you want to have a business that runs online, that doesn't require you to be face-to-face -face with anybody, you can run the whole thing online from anywhere in the world with a laptop and an internet connection. Then you can enroll clients every day into your business at those premium prices, 5K, 10K, whatever it is, and then go on to make a massive difference in their lives. If that's what you want, we would love to help you create that kind of business for yourself. So go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call, and let's just dive in. You can tell us who you want to work with, who you don't want to work with, the challenges that are happening in your business, and we'll put our heads together and we'll come up with a step-by-step -step game plan for you to take your business where you want it to go, whether that's 20K a month or 100K a month or 300K a month or wherever you're trying to get to, you know, Every problem you're going to run into, we've seen it and we've solved it many, many, many times. So go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. Thanks, guys. All right. We love you guys. We're going to be checking in with you more often with some more strategies and tips about how to deal with this. And if you guys have any questions about anything, uh, just go ahead and drop a, drop a comment under this and we can go ahead and engage with you there and, and, and help you get some support that you need. And if you really want to do a deep dive, clientsondemand.com forward slash call. All right. We love you guys and we'll catch you on the next show. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Thanks for tuning in to today's show. A brand new episode will be released every Wednesday, so be sure to click subscribe. If you like what you heard and you're interested in seeing if you're fit to work with Clients On Demand, here's what I want you to do next. Head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. That's clientsondemand.com forward slash C-A-L-L and book an appointment to speak with our team. We'll get on the phone with you for about 45 minutes and we'll get you crystal clear on three things. Number one, the exact price you should be charging, whether that's $5,000, $10,000, $15,000 or more. Number two, the exact target audience you should be going after. And number three, the exact strategy that you should be using to reach them. Remember, building an incredible coaching business or professional services company does not happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make it happen. And we've helped clients from all over the world scale their businesses to six or seven figures while enjoying life and making the world a better place along the way. 
So to see if we can help you do the same, head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. I'm Russ Rafino, and let's talk soon.